Hey, everybody. Welcome to Two Queens and a What? 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 Oh, no. Oh, no. Where is he? Where's Mike? We don't know Where what we he? are this week. Who are we? We don't know what we are. <laughs> we are two flabbergasted flapper fumps. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Perfect. Of course, it's Megan and me, and we were waiting for Mike. He's getting his cocktail as we speak. Um, Megan, what are you yeah. drinking? I'm throwing it back to a Granny's Revenge. Mm. Granny's yeah. Revenge. Nice little Diet Coke and Diet Coke and Bailey's. Uh huh. That sounds delicious. I'm... Nice and curdly, just the way I like it. <laughs> Yeah, that's the trick to drink it before it curdles. Immediately <laughs> curdles. Yeah. What were we? We were watching something. They were talking about a drink like this, some kind of a white Russian. Oh mm. no, it was on Schitt's Creek. It was on Schitt's Creek, and uh, she went to the the small town uh, council convention, and uh, their their cocktail was a uh, fizzy fizzy white Russian, and the trick was to drink it before it curdles. So <laughs> Moira and Moira got very drunk and she and Roland <laughs> woke up in the same bed. So, uh, uh, Mike, what are you drinking? Canada dry seltzer water. Uh-huh. And Mike is unpacking. What is that? Mike? A camera for my computer. A camera for Ooh. his computer. Because it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mike's built-in camera doesn't work. So he bought a new one. So uh, that's very exciting. Yeah. So, very exciting. Very exciting. And uh, did you have a good week, Megan? Yeah, I guess so. I think it was slightly um, not all that memorable. So at least that means it wasn't horrible either. Okay. Well, we're going to dredge up those memories. Maybe you're trying to block them out. But uh, <laughs> after the break, we're going to get into it. All right. Okay. We'll be right back. Microphone, too. And we're back. Ooh. And Mike was telling us why he got this camera. Because uh, it was Amazon Teal Day. Deal <laughs> Day for Teal Day. Something like that. Yeah. Know. Well, that's that's good. That's good. Advertising works, Amazon. Thank you. Uh, and I hope you enjoyed the ad you just heard from us, uh, helping contribute to our war chest, which is way up in the tens of dollars. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see, anything big happen in the world this week? We had the dueling, dueling um, town halls. Dueling mm, town halls. Of course. Yes, that was good. That was, yeah. So, uh, no, uh, happy news. Uh, you know, Trump pulled out of a, ver there was going to, supposed to be a debate, which uh, the organizers, What? Are, who is the organizer of the date debate? Do you know the name of that organization? I don't know, actually. It's something like the... I don't know. Debate commission. Democratic. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the hoo has of presidential debate incorporated. Um, <laughs> they, uh, because Trump had had COVID, they determined that the second debate was going to be virtual. And uh, Trump said, hell no, I'm not going to do that. So, um, uh, and the style of the, the debate was going to be a town hall. So uh, uh, the original um, network was... What was Joe Biden on? Was he on uh, ABC, ABC? I think. Yeah, ABC. That's right. George Stephanopoulos. So ABC went ahead with a, 
uh, town hall uh, with George Stephanopoulos. They announced that. And then, of course, you know, the Trump camp started thinking about Trump's decisions and thought, oh, Biden's going to get millions of eyeballs and we're not going to get shit. So they made a deal with NBC to do a uh, town hall at the same time. And uh, so we had dueling town halls on, was it Wednesday? Thursday. Thursday. It was Thursday. And uh, yeah, so um, great news. Uh, Joe Biden beat Trump in the uh, ratings. So that's exciting. (laughs) And of course, you know, I'm sure Trump was thrilled with that because, you know, he knows TV. Um, Also, uh, there were some pretty delightful moments in the Trump town hall. Um, uh, The moderator, uh, Savannah Guthrie, Savannah Guthrie, uh, actually uh, called him on stuff and, and uh, pressed him to answer some questions. And at one point, you know, when talking about him retweeting uh, uh, QAnon um, uh, posts, which, by the way, he said, I don't know who QAnon is. Um, mm, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm like, I'm the president of the United States. I could just ask the FBI, who are these people? Tell me about them. But of course, I guess he hasn't learned that part of his job. Um, but anyway, he had retweeted some really uh, bizarre tweet about no. Joe Biden <laughs> having the the uh, army rangers who killed bin Laden killed or something. It was just crazy. And so she asked him about that. And he goes, I was retweeting. And she said, you're the president of the United States. You're not some some crazy uncle that we have so (laughs) (laughs) that was pretty sweet and uh anyway so uh very different tone between the two candidates of course joe gave long considered answers and and donald trump um has trouble with speaking more than two or three words that are a catchphrase so uh that was this week in politics um anything else happened in the world God, I'm trying hmm. to think of world world events because you know we like to Let's share them with see. you. What did happen? Well, COVID is on the rise. So oh yeah, like COVID that's, is that's on that's the great. rise, and they're blaming uh, family gatherings and parties. Um, uh, they're they're they are thinking that something is occurring called COVID fatigue, meaning people are just so tired of being isolated that they uh, feel the need to get together, which is understandable. I feel that need. Um, I'm not sure I really buy that, though. You don't think that's happening? Well, I don't think, I don't know. Okay, to be fair, I've not really read. I mean, I, I, I saw, like, the new, the new you know, hot button phrase, COVID fatigue, in, in some articles or something. But I didn't, I didn't read anything. But here's my thought behind that. I, I think uh, the people, for the most part, I would assume, and maybe I'm wrong, People that are experiencing COVID fatigue would be the ones who were following the guidelines and following the rules to begin with. Obviously, people who don't give a shit don't have COVID fatigue because they've been doing whatever they want the whole time. Well, and uh, like I'm, yeah, sure. Like obviously, we're all tired of this, but I am not going to not. I'm not going to just stop doing it, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm sick and tired of the assholes who don't follow the rules. Right. Right. That's what I'm tired of, too. Yeah. But even they are tired of hearing about it. So, you know. You know what? They should just get, like me, I have 12 different masks, and I have different masks for different moods. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, Sometimes I'm highly fashionable. Well, <laughs> you're very often highly Yesterday fashionable. Yesterday I went to the bank. I'm loving you today in this mustard. Yeah, well, I'm just a pink. Ooh. No, it's actual mustard. I spilled it all over myself. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a mustard shirt, and it really sets off his pale skin. <laughs> Yesterday I went to the bank, and um, four people stopped me and asked me uh, what my mask was. Oh, which mask were you So wearing? what was it? It was the Diop or Diop. I'm not sure what it is. It's a black-owned small business in Detroit, and they make very, oh. very cool-looking masks. Um, you couldn't wear them in the summer, or I couldn't wear them in the summer. They're too, they're a little heavy, which is okay. Um, you can breathe through it fine, but, um, and they cover a lot of your face, which is fine also. Um, I, the only thing about these is that it has two straps that go behind your head uh, rather than around your ears. Do they tie or are they elastic? No, they're elastic, which, oh, is, that's which nice. is good, you know, you know, because Teresa, uh, your cousin, she made us uh, our first masks, and they're really great, but they tie. Yeah. So it's yeah. not as exciting. Mm -hmm. But I know that Diop uh, just uh, launched new stuff, um, new masks with the over-the-ear elastics. Mm. So, but anyway, the 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 um, it's diop.com. And they're really really cool. The designs are just really extraordinary. I got to say, still think that the guy in the corner, OneShopNYC.com, um, he has a little pop up on our corner, uh, and they're they're the best masks. Yeah, and um, I think he might have a website you can get them. I just said one and OneShopNYC.com. One shop. <laughs> it just said that. Yeah. Great. <laughs> it would be really great if if he had a website. I've um, been thinking about getting some. Two queens and a what? <laughs> Mass. Yeah. Because I get promotional. You know, we, we ordered a few T-shirts at one point, so I get uh, emails from them all the time asking me to get other promotional materials, and they're pushing the masks. But mm. I haven't fallen for the bait yet. No. <laughs> I don't need any more masks. Uh-huh. Um, Megan, is, do you have a yeah. favorite mask? I tend to have a I'm a real creature of habit. So I wear the same mask all the time. It's beautiful mm. green with lemons on it, which I got from OneShopNYC.com. But at the <laughs> uh, yeah, you buy them at the at the pop up shop. They're only eight dollars. You buy them online. They're ten dollars plus shipping. Ooh, I know. Still it's not a, a lot of money. Yeah. It's, well, compared to some of the others, the die up ones are fifteen. Yeah. Um, but, but they're coming from Detroit. They come from Detroit. They're bigger. Which is almost Canada. So. They are. Um, <laughs> well, it's only a couple of minutes from just a little swim from Canada. Mm -hmm. um, or a drive over ice in the winter. Right. Or that's old true. winters. Who knows about the new warm winters? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, Megan, what kind? what's your mask look like? Well, I, um, I have quite a number of them. I kind of like just really started a whole collection um i think actually my well first of all my favorite i have two sets of favorites one would be the ones my mom made oh, um which wow. to be which to be fair they're they're like teresa's so i i don't wear them a lot currently because they are the tie the, they're the the kind that ties in the two spots behind your head yeah. but i know from when this all started that they're actually very good when you're when it's cold enough that you're wearing a cap 
Um, and because it, it like stays in place perfectly and it's, you know, it's good material, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I also just recently got new ones, um, from, uh, Bagu, which I, you know, normally makes bags. I have their um, bags. And they're good because they, uh, they have like, um, they have a good nose guard and, uh, they're, they're, they're less fog inducing on my glasses than most. Mm. Well, that's interesting, Bagu. And are they colors? What, what, when you order them, do you order? Are there colors or patterns or? Yeah. So uh, almost all of my masks are in some way colorful or patterned. The Bagu ones are like um, there's there's three elements to each mask. There's like the mane over your mouth part, and then there's a part that like fits snugly over your chin, and then the other part that fits over your nose. So they're tri so they're kind of like tricolored. Um, well, actually, actually, I'm looking at them now. Two of them are all one color. It's like a raw sienna and like a Ooh. light orange. But then there's my favorite one has three colors. The main part is an olive green, and then the 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 light orange and the raw sienna are the top and the bottom. Nice raw sienna sounds like an awful um, horror movie. Yeah. So uh, tell uh, uh, when you say raw sienna, I think of burnt orange. Um, yeah, a little, like rusty, a little more red. Oh, okay. Uh, a little more red than orange, but yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool, very cool, and appropriate for fall. That, that must be so. That must be so exciting for all our listeners. That like that just must have been like the highlight of their podcast. Life. As opposed to well, anything so else far. we've ever said on this damn show. We talked about colors <laughs> and patterns. It's fashion. It's a new thing for us. We haven't really talked about. I just think she's like thinking that we were interesting before. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Have a little bit of granny's revenge, yeah. Megan. You'll be okay with what we're go talking with about. with that one, Megan. <laughs> did you go? Did you play tennis this week? Yeah. How was how was this week in Megan's fitness? Uh, pretty good. I um, played tennis yesterday, but I had to play by myself, which usually on Saturdays I play with Hector. But I got to the court a little late, and I think I just missed him because I did see Tula, and we had a nice chat, and she told me that um, that I that I had missed that I kind of just missed him. And then I chatted on my way out. I chatted with a little bit with a new person, and I didn't ask their name yet, but I'm gonna ask them next time. But uh, as I was leaving, she was like, "Where's your coach?" <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> so uh, so it's it's just nice that you, you start seeing the same people and like you know, then you can like talk to them about uh, the, what is different because it's the same every time until it's not. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. You're joining a community. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. That is wonderful. Now, when the weather gets cold, will you change what you wear to the to the park? Yeah. Or, I, in fact, it's I was been getting chilly in I... the morning so far. So huh? what did you say? I said it's been chilly in the morning. Yeah, I, I've been walking over with like a with like a light jacket on, but then once I get going, I don't, I you know, I take it off because I'm warm enough from being active. But yeah, I think I probably will have to invest in some fingerless gloves. Oh, um, nice, yeah. And I'll probably also have to invest in like a in a in a jacket that is appropriate to like keep on while working out. Yeah, actually, that was our big news this last week. We wore long pants. That's right. First yeah. time, first time uh, since uh, at least May, if not earlier. Uh huh. 
yeah. Um, that was kind of sad. Yeah, it is kind of sad. I love we ate. Uh, we ate inside at a restaurant. We did. We <gasps> ate. What? Why? We uh, went to Tecuba last um, Monday. Monday when it was raining it out. Was, yeah. You know that Tecuba by Sunswick. Yeah. You had lunch. It's with huge. Lunch. It's huge yeah. inside. It probably seats yeah, 150 or 200 really people. Big. And it was and there's 10 people in there. Cold and rainy. Yeah. And everyone was like the closest table was two bolts, two uh, booths away from us. At least, yeah. We were right by the door, so we got the bursts <laughs> of fresh air as they came in. Yeah. Of course, we're both dying now of COVID, but that's <laughs> the, but the nachos were terrific. Well, and they had a nice, they had a thermometer mounted on the door <laughs> that you just walked up to and it gave you your temperature. Except my temperature was 92.1. And mine was 94. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I saw someone come in and had a 97.7. I'm thinking, well, if I'm 92.1 and she's 97.7, <laughs> she's probably 105. Yeah. She's, she's a carrier. <laughs> she's burning up. Carrier, burning up, burning up for you. Mm-hmm. So, um, any movies we've been watching? Any anything good? And the... watch Boys in the Band. Oh, did Boys not in the Band. Yeah, not. it's very, very well done. Yeah, we'll give it that. It's directed really well. The performances, except for Zachary Quinto, um, are pretty, mm. are pretty good. But I think the play itself just sucks. And it's not just that it's this old, um, you know, outdated, you know, negative view of homosexuality. And I understand where it fits on the spectrum of gay theater and, and its importance in the, you know, in the whole history of gay theater. But it's not a good play. It is written by a mediocre playwright who saw um, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf one too many times and wanted to redo it. And mm. and it's just it's not a good play. Yeah, when I was uh, coming out, to, planning to come out to my family, I was like renting every gay movie I could find, and I rented Boys in the Band. And after watching that movie in the eighties, let's see, uh, I was like, oh, maybe I should just be straight. <laughs> you know, I'm almost tempted it's to so watch the original negative. again. Oh, Just, I, I see. I couldn't sit through it because oh. the the Zachary Quinto character in is the main character in the original. They really moved it around so that Michael is the main character in this. Oh, um, I was just reading about this. Oh, okay. And so I like, don't really remember that being the my, case because Michael was always the host, so he's kind of right. the first and the last person you see. But uh, yeah, I, I can't tell you. But that, that's why I said I, I wanted to see it again. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, we watched that. Have you watched anything unusual, Megan? Let's see. Unusual, unusual, unusual. Um, let me refer to my little uh, diary where I write down what I watch. Um, oh, I watched. Okay, there are two things that I would like to talk about. Um, one is The Amazing Race is Back. Oh, hey, yes. Hallelujah. Finally. The Amazing Race is back. Mm -hmm. It's I'll like traveling that show all over again. So much. And so far, um, I mean, I know it's only one episode in, but I would, I genuinely would have been sad to see almost every team go. There was one team that I was like, I don't think I like you. But everyone else, I was like, oh, I think I could really like you. So to me, that's the best kind of season. I hate it when there are teams that I don't want to see do well. I, that just ruins it for me. 
Um, I kind of like so, the evil. Yeah, I like having a villain. But which is the team you kind of didn't like? Can you remember? Uh, the, yeah, the the like eight month tender date nerds. Oh, okay. why didn't you like them? Yeah, I don't know. I like I I, I just, they just kind of annoyed me. The the woman annoyed me a bit. I don't know. Like I just I just see them also like I I'm just foreseeing and maybe this won't come to pass, but I'm just foreseeing them not actually getting along that well. And like inner team drama. It, I guess inter or inner the, when, when drama with your teammate can be fun and like, can be interesting, et cetera. But after a certain point, like I just don't watch the amazing race for the drama. I, so I don't know. But sometimes it can be really good. Remember um, Jonathan and Victoria, they almost kicked well, not them by off. name. They almost kicked them off the place because he was so, abusive to him. Oh, come back yeah. later yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, he was yeah. nice? No, this, that was a different guy. Yeah. He was a jerk the first time. He was much nicer the second yeah. time. I forget what his name. He just came back. I think it was last season. Yeah. But uh, Jonathan Vittorio, they'll never be back. Mm -hmm. No. I mean, at a certain point, you were worried that he was going to start beating her. Right. Um, oh, my God. Well, okay, but that's the kind of drama that I don't watch that show for. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, oh. Um, do you know that every <laughs> single season is on Hulu? And yeah. I'm going to start, once this is over, I will start going back and watching them over again because it's got to be who knows how long before we get another one. Yeah. I know. I know. Are you even going to watch Yeah, the, that's a good point. The family season? I won't watch the family yeah. season. <laughs> Black family? I'm afraid you've been eliminated for the yeah, rest. Yeah, no, yeah. It really was not good when they had four people on it. Yeah, no. Plus, plus they never left the United States. They went on. They went down to Mexico, oh. but that was it. Oh, they went down to Mexico well, for a day. That's not very interesting. And they just went to the United States. Yeah. Um, and then it there was a there was a family on there. Who, the father was a NASCAR mechanic who had gotten hit by a car and during a race Ooh. and killed, and. And, the, and, and they were religious. And so the mother was always going, please, God, let us do this. Please, God. And I'm like, God didn't save your fucking husband. Why is he going to help you get the race. third in the race? <laughs> I, oh, I, my. I, I, you, you, you're applying your logic to everything. Well, I don't know. It's like, um, okay. You know, if he actually helped them win the race, I would be like pissed that I didn't think to ask him to not kill my husband. <laughs> I don't know. That was yeah, no, I won't watch that one again. That oh, one, maybe was she was praying he would, and she's I like, "Well, know. I've got a good track record." I did not like that. that. That's true. Um, I thought with Amazing Race, the people that got kicked off, I was calling the gay Trump supporters. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, is that who got kicked off? Yeah, the, 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 the two the hillbilly guys. Hillbilly or guys, whatever. yeah. But they seemed really gay. I think they had SAS mm -hmm. or SSA. What is that? Oh, same-sex same -sex attraction. attraction. Yes. Yeah. That disease. <laughs> we all, speaking of same-sex attraction, we watched the Netflix uh, uh, Make Over Your Home show, oh. and it takes place in Utah, and... All the guys on there had same-sex attraction. Well, really, only two guys. Two guys, okay. but yeah, no, but I guess that is all of the guys on the first episode had SSA. But I yeah, was her like, husband was like, he was he was over overtly flirting. I felt. Yeah, yeah, and huh. uh, yeah, he had he had that hair, the that you know, he had it cut very close on the sides, and he had really thick long hair on top. Yeah. yeah. 
No. Yeah. No, we're not watching that show. Anymore. That show sucks. Uh-huh. And we're still watching, you know, Emily in Paris. Are you watching Emily in Paris, Megan? No. It doesn't it didn't seem like it would strike my fancy. No, probably not. But it's I awful. It, think, it's awful and I love it. Yeah, I think you would enjoy <laughs> yeah. it, Megan. You know, it's in that rom com <laughs> world and that's you know, true. It's, it's French. You know, you yeah. yeah. French. You, you know. might. You, do you watch Younger or Sex in the City? Um, I watched Younger up to a certain point, and then I don't know. I I just stopped and never never oh. went back. And Sex in the City. Uh, I think that was actually one of my one of the shows that uh, I was able to get like bootleg DVDs while I was in Benin, <laughs> and like oh. you know, at the, like you like there there would there was no american tv or american movie that you wouldn't watch if you were presented with it so i think i think i watched that there uh-huh well i mean Emily, it's not it's, it's pretty bad um yeah but there's something just so it's not really trying to be good i don't know it, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's 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 but it's, it's watchable it's it very is watchable. kind of delightful and everybody's a cliche and yeah. it's just one cliche after another and is it campy it's a little kid. The French pe- the French guys are campy. Uh-huh. Most of the French mm-hmm. people are campy. Yeah. Um, it's 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 just so goofy. And and I'm, I Definitely can't say that, that French designer was campy. Yeah. He was high camp. I can't say that I'm hate watching it like we did for that little, little voice, voice where I oh yeah literally right. despised watching it. But um, I, I I enjoy the shit out of this stupid stupid show. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. Yeah. And we started okay. watching, was it The Norsemen? Norsemen. It's Norse. a Norwegian oh. sitcom about Vikings. My people. Yes, we actually recommended it to your dad. It's pretty oh, good. It's yeah. pretty it's very dry humor. Yeah, very funny. Oh, he'll like that part. But it's very yeah. it's pretty damn funny. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I my my insomnia theater is Borgen, which I am mm-hmm. loving it. Just totally getting into it. And um, in the second season, guess who shows up? The actress who pays Rita. Another <laughs> one of my very thousands. I'm like, oh my God, it's Rita. It's Rita before she was Rita. <laughs> so it's a little joy I'm getting mm-hmm. at three in the morning. I'm still enjoying Shit's Creek for the second time. Love, love, loving it. Yeah. And uh, what else are we watching? Well, Sunday night is PBS night. We're watching that Imelda Staunton oh, Flesh and yeah, Blood, which is so good. Blood. It's so good. Yeah. And Cobra. A little soap opera with a murder. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And Cobra, which is about the solar flare that hits uh, northern right. Europe uh-huh. and kills all the power. That's really interesting and not as good as Flesh and Blood. Uh-huh. And tonight, before that, <laughs> is a new one with Don French. <gasps> really? She plays like. For some reason, she was in this uh, little village, and she got to give a radio interview. And I guess she had, and they gave her some wine or something, and she ends up spilling the tea on everybody in the little village. Oh my god! On the radio, awesome. it's like, oh, well, you know, that when well, she she's been sleeping around, on, you know, that sort uh-huh. of thing. And um, so that starts tonight on PBS at eight o'clock. So and we'll Ooh, awesome. Okay, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country, country. will end tonight. And then it's just PBS on Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the week, we're watching. Who watch... knows? We'll go back to uh, what's the one about the future? Uh, the the oh, Wayward Pines. Wayward Pines. Yeah, <laughs> we could. But oh, and plus next week is that Nicole Kidman Hugh Grant thing, right? That starts. Mm. I'm kind of wanting to watch, you know, uh, oh, 
a horror. I'm kind of well. We could for a horror. watch Hellstrom that just started. On, yeah. On um, I'm not sure if that's a horror. We could that Monsterland that we watched the first episode. That's an anthology thing. Yeah. We could watch that. We watched one. What happened? Yeah, that was with the girl from Unbelievable and Booksmart. She played the waitress with the baby, and she ends up giving the baby away at the end. Right. Hmm. Right. Yeah, I don't know if you're awake for these things. I might not have been awake for that. That is sort of familiar to me. I love her, Caitlin Deaver. She's 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 pretty amazing. Well, um, but what else? I mean, I think that's kind of, we watched the first episode of Baking Show. I don't like the woman with the charter um, to, to knock the knock the guys. Uh, oh, oh. You'll, you'll change your mind. That's so I that better because I don't know. I, it just, that really annoyed me. I was shooting a fly and, and it, they didn't count it against him. I know. Yeah. No. But and yeah. she didn't mean to. But then she was always like the first, the first, um, uh, bake. She was like, "Oh well, I, I never. I don't like this stuff. I don't like marzipan. I don't like. I don't, yeah, you know, don't like this. Ugh, maybe, but and then she would like makes this great thing. And then the second one, she's like, I've never even heard of a pineapple upside down again. And, <laughs> and it's like, mm, I don't like you. I, I don't like her. Don't I like her. I think she'll grow on you a little bit. I really like Sarah. And that's a hijab she's wearing, right? Hi, is that a hijab? Or is that a well? Sh- see, there's that or a niqab. I'm looking it up. I think it's a just from my the season of Project Runway where the girl. Uh, it could be, a, a, yeah, maybe I, I, I yeah. What's if, if you're as you're looking up, look up also what shardor is. If I'm not even saying mm. it correctly. So the hijab is the veil that um, covers the head and chest. Oh, okay. That's so it's what a hijab. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think a shardor then, is is not it, it is. Is a full body thing, but not a burqa. Maybe that's what that is. Uh, yeah. The okay, and then there's the niqab, which is like the that covers the whole face except for the eyes, but it's oh, not yeah. necessarily like the the whole body. Yeah. I don't know. Oh well. There. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I think. I think it's. Uh, what do we call it? A hijab. Yeah. Well, you're gonna is have to learn this it? if you ever convert. Uh, never gonna happen we'll think about that over the break folks and uh, we'll be back in a few minutes and we are back with two queens and a what um oh god what did we webcam user manual (laughs) webcam (laughs) user manual yeah (laughs) and uh we're gonna do our cooking segment what have you cooked this week megan well, let's see, just the usual Hello Freshes. But actually, this afternoon I made, um, I, I, Myrna, my roommate, and I, we've been swapping weeks where we like make a soup for the week for lunch. Um, and it was my week. So I made a uh, butternut squash and corn and curry soup uh, oh, for the oh. week, which I'm very excited about. It's very tasty. That That's sounds very delicious. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love squash soup. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. We had squash for dinner last night with uh, some pasta. It yeah, was it was really, really good. delicious. It yeah. was like this. Um, it was a fresh direct. It was a brown butter with walnuts and rosemary and mm. sweet yeah. potatoes and kale. It was very good. Yeah, today, sounds delicious. Today I made a lemon blueberry cake. <gasps> oh. um, 
And it's good. It's good. It's. I mean, I was thinking you could make that as muffins too. Is it basically? It, I, it is more. They do call it actually. They call it lemon blueberry bread. Yeah. It's but but it's more. It's tasted. It does. I, I wouldn't. It's better for dessert. I think for for breakfast. Yeah. For breakfast. Oh. Than dessert. Mm -hmm. Um, it's similar to what David served us when we went to Storm King. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, okay. But um, yeah, it's okay. And then tonight I'm making um, Moroccan chicken stew with sweet potato and couscous. That sounds delicious. I'm very excited Everything's about that. It's all ready to go after we finish this. I'm going to go out there and turn on the stove and start it up. Mm hmm. Woo. And uh, I cooked Mexican food this week with my phone. He cooked with he cooked with his phone. He, he made some, some nice pozole. He made some delicious pozole <laughs> with his phone, and then some delicious uh, tacos with his phone. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just delish. Oh, I get it now. I get it. I thought you. I thought you just thought you you like looked up the recipes online. No, no. <laughs> he calls the taqueria. Taqueria. Got it. Twenty five <laughs> minutes later, they come to the door. With bags of food. <laughs> and he puts them on plates and he says, Look what I've done. That's <laughs> <laughs> why we love living in New York City. You can get almost anything delivered. Just sure. about. You know, you can get money delivered from the bank. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That would be great if I ever needed cash at home. Right. Oh, I should start charging you. <laughs> you could try. <laughs> we could negotiate. I'll remind you whose name is on the lease. But all right. <laughs> is New York community property? No. We haven't been uh, married long enough. No, it's not. What? No, well, I have an ironclad Do will. you actually know? I have an ironclad will. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. <laughs> and the, um, you know. Prenuptial agreement that you signed. Yeah, yeah. There is no prenuptial. You were a little drunk when you signed it, but it's still legal. Uh, uh, no, does not exist. <laughs> yep. No. Mm -mm. Let me just say that both of your kidneys are mine. <laughs> well, I hope they're delicious. <laughs> um, let's see. What uh, shall we get into movie school? John read a, a couple of chapters oh, of a I'm, book. I'm reading a book. Of a book. Yes. Whoa. Yes. In the sixth month of COVID, I got so bored, I opened a book. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I'm, I think I'm preparing for my singing class to be over. So, you know. Oh, nice. And I am enjoying this book a lot. It's book called is great. French Exit by Patrick uh, DeWitt. Yeah. Who also wrote The Sisters Brothers. Also a great book. And uh, yeah, no, it's pretty delightful. And Michelle Pfeiffer and Lucas Hedges star in the movie that comes out in a month or so. Mm -hmm. Which I was concerned because I hate it when a book ruins the movie for me. Yeah, that's just the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Um, how's um, A Little Life coming, Megan? I, I actually really was hoping that I would be done with it for today's podcast, but I'll definitely be done with it by by next week. I'm not. I'm on the. I'm at the very tail end. Okay, I just uh, do not finish it in public. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's already, it's already getting me pretty gutted. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so we'll talk about that when you finish. But you, you want to mm -hmm. see? It goes fast. It's a big long book, but it goes fast. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Um, Who's yeah. reading books in public these days? That's well, true. It, it's kind of like when I, when I was on the subway and I was reading *The Fault in Our Stars*, 
And mm. um, this woman says to me, what page are you on? And I told him, she says, you might not want, you might want to wait and read the rest of it when you're home. <laughs> and I'm like, she could tell you're an ugly cry. And, uh, I, and was, well, no, that was a Claire Danes cry. And um, yeah, no, so I'm like, oh, okay. And I went home and then, you know, he dies. And I almost had a heart attack. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, what was his name? Gus? I don't know. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. It was Augusta, and she was Hannah Grace or something. Mm, wow. Don't remember. I don't remember. You lost me. I'm bad with real people's names. Yeah, yeah, names and books. So, shall we go to movie school? Movie school. Movie school for Megan. Two queens. Two queens and a queen and a Megan movie. Two queens and a. Cindy Knight. Yeah. <laughs> Cindy Knight. Oh, uh, by the way, I was challenged. I evidently in the last pod I said we should write a theme, theme song, song for yeah. her. I have written it because she brought it up this week with me. So uh, I will sing the Cindy Knight theme song when we get to our no. our, our in the mail room. We like to read the seven letters in the mail room. All right. So <laughs> movie school this week was Halloween, nineteen seventy-eight. John Hughes, John uh, Carpenter, John Carpenter, Carpenter. <laughs> the other John, and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, it was an independent film. I think the budget was something like sixty thousand, and it made three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand, but it made forty-seven million. Forty-seven million. A very oh my god! Seriously, seriously, one of the most successful uh, independent films of all time. Yes. And uh, and we watched it last night. And Megan, uh, you got a chance to watch it. I did. I did. I watched it today, actually. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, when when it was sunny outside. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which probably makes a difference. <laughs> um, I I I always had this idea that I hate scary movies, and I think I probably still do to a certain extent, like, like contemporary scary movies. I don't know, but, um, yeah, it, like I watched it in broad daylight in the middle of the afternoon. So that I wasn't, I definitely wasn't giving myself all the, um, all the tools I needed to like actually be scared. Um, but I've just found that older movies, like, I don't know what I was so afraid of because it wasn't that scary. Well, you know, I think it's interesting. We watched it yesterday, too, and I've seen it many times. It's been a long time since I've seen it. But I always thought it was really scary. And so part of it is you had never I was curious how you would think about it because you hadn't seen it before. So um, and it does have some nice, you know, has that great music that is very kind. of Yeah, really good music. Yeah. Um, And uh I definitely remember the first time I saw it, I thought I was scared to death. Um, Mm. But also, you know, uh, over the last, uh, what is it, 40 years old? 40 years. um, You know, movies have become, for one thing, they become more graphic, more. Right. And definitely films of that that time uh, definitely worked more on suspense. It wasn't so much about gore. Right. Uh, so, um, I think maybe that made it that way. Also, there's a lot of things that happen in that movie that we see in a lot of movies now, like never run upstairs, you know, uh, right. Yeah. 
Um, uh, have you seen Silence of the Lambs? You know, I I think I have, but it's been such a long time, and I actually don't know if I saw it all the way through. But that what I know of that movie, that would be more scary to me than like than the jump scare and the albeit very good music. But yeah, like that kind of movie would be more frightening to me. Right. The other thing that I remember really loving about Halloween is just I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I just felt she yeah, she was, was great. Just such, she seemed like a regular high school girl. You know, she seemed like totally. a lot of girls I grew up with who were nice girls and, you know. Because she's an actor. She was a Hollywood brat, remember? Yeah, okay. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm her character okay. in this movie. Of course. Yes. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah, no, it was interesting. Uh, I didn't find it as scary, this, this viewing either. But um, no, but I remember him stating... I saw it at the movie theater. I did too the first time. The very first time I saw it in a movie. That would be a totally different experience. Well, you know, and I was what, 17 years old or 16 years old? It was night, uh, 78. October. So I would have been 16 years old, about to turn 17. So I would have gone with kids from high school um, up to the Framingham Theater or the Natick Mall. And, um, but I remember. After she, she's in the closet and she stabs oh. him and then she's uh -huh. out, outside by the door and, and he, 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 um, he gets up. I remember everybody in the theater going, ah! yeah, screaming. About and, and yeah. And that like collective, like watching it in a collective would be totally different well, because even, because if one person jumps and, and it causes the chain right. reaction, even if you wouldn't have jumped anyway, like, yeah. But remember, also in 1978, um, there were not, you know, that was 40 years ago. There have been, you know, 600 movies like that since then yeah. where the yeah, killer yeah. gets up from behind. Right. That you've seen it so that now you're sitting you there going, he's going to get up. You know he's going to get up. You know, but when he gets up there or – at the end, when Carrie's hand comes out of the grave, you know, you, yeah. you, you had never seen that shit before. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it like, like I was just thinking of another movie, a babysitter movie, When a Stranger Calls. Mm. And that's with Carol Kane. And she's mm. the one that she's, and they ripped off, ripped this off from screen. But, um, you know, you know, she picks up the phone and, and all of that stuff. And he says, "Well, I'm right downstairs." Ba 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 ba. Yes. You know, and um, that I remember that was a scary one. But also, Jamie Lee Curtis. After this, she did three in a row: The Fog, which is another horror movie, but uh, Prom Night and Terror Train. Oh, okay. Which were that's how she became the screen scream queen. Oh, she did okay. These, like right in a row. Prom Night's another good one. Terror Train is not a good one, but um, I haven't seen Prom Night since I was probably mm -hmm. seventeen or eighteen. I don't know if I've ever seen Prom Night. Although oh, yeah, well, you didn't like, you didn't have drive-ins. So no, yeah. well, we had them, but they were we didn't they were too far away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, from reading the IMDb, um, something that it just didn't cross my mind, and this is, and I'm like, do I am I still not watching movies properly? But um, the I was reading about how like there was a bit of an uproar because like the the two of the th of the three high school uh, girls 
uh, Jamie Lee Curtis being one of them. And then the other two, like the two that were sexually active were the ones that were murdered. Whereas Jamie Lee Curtis, who throughout the movie is like sort of definitely portrayed as like really, um, what's the word? Like, uh, um, virginal, virginal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, know. yeah, and and like, and then there, but like, I the word is escaping me, but um, like you know, even more like, sort of not just factually, but like you know, they made fun of her for it, kind of, um, you know, she's the one who survived, but uh, like that just that didn't cross my mind. Oh yeah. really? I mean, they've been doing it ever since. I mean, remember Buffy the Vampire Slayer? She she loses her virginity to uh, Angel, and Angel turns into a demon. Yeah, I, yeah, I just not, I've never. I guess I just. Well, I, I don't have so little horror movie in my or, or scary horror whatever in my background that I just didn't even I, I don't know that as a trope. So right. yeah. I was I, just kind of surprised to also, read that. That is not a convention that is that was invented by Halloween. Yeah, no. Mm. You know, strangers on the train. You know, that first wife was kind of slutty, right. so of course she's mm -hmm. going to die. You know. Right, right, right. Yeah, I got to start paying more attention to that shit. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Very good. Um, anything else? you'd like to say about it um well i'm really glad i watched it um because it is a classic um and uh the movie the, the music was awesome and um i guess that's i guess that's i guess that's about it yeah okay very good uh what are we going to watch next week well since we did a 1970s movie this week i thought i'd go a little bit crazy Oh my God! Oh, Megan, crazy, Mike. Megan, tell me what you know about Pedro Almodovar. Oh. Well, okay, I've seen I've seen several of his films. However, again, like it's been a long time, and I probably didn't watch them with like properly, you know, I uh, thinking about it in any kind of like what, larger what picture films. Terms. Have you seen? Um. Well, I've seen Talk to Her. Um. And I think I've seen Bad Education, and I saw his most recent with Banderas. The name is escaping me. Pain and Glory. Um, and I think I saw um, Volver. Okay. Okay. Um, recent. You've you've seen recent ones. Yeah. 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 Um, I may switch it around then. Uh, so, Pedro. Uh, I, I I like to say his name as Pedro Almodovar. But I don't know why. He's my favorite of all filmmakers, and he's been around. Oh, okay. He's been around for years, and we have a, a a poster in our dining room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Law of Desire, which was his like fifth or sixth movie, uh, but he came of age in the seventies after Francisco Franco um, died, and for our baby boomers out there, he's still dead. Um, <laughs> and um, and um, you know he he was what is it uh, uh, La Movida Madrilena, which is the Madrid scene, and he was one of the the, the prime um, purveyors of this sexual and cultural reawakening after the dormant years of during Franco, and mm -hmm. he started this you know he loves old hollywood movies you see a lot of douglas sirk in him you see a lot of hitchcock in him you see a lot of um john waters in him but he's very he can be very campy he can be very melodramatic um and uh he can be very gay and very actually not, not gay he can be very queer 
and um, like law of desire is a is a is a, is a um, love triangle between a gay man, his transsexual sister, and and Tan Antonio Banderas who plays a psychotic stalker. Um, okay. He he became famous in the world. Uh, in 1989, with Women on the Verge of the Nervous Breakdown. Right, that's Breakdown. the first of his that I saw. That's yeah, that's the one where everybody was like, "Whoa, who is this?" And he has bright colors yes. and lots of women, you know, and um, over dramatic and campy and all of that. And then he did Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down, and he got in some trouble because it's about a guy who kidnaps a porn star and and forces her to fall in love with him. Um, oh. It was very very graphic. And he went through kind of mm. this, not fallow period, but he, he did all these movies in the 90s, like Kika and High Heels and Flower of My Secret that were just not great. But then in 1999, mm -hmm. he came up with every single thing about Pedro Almodovar that you loved in one movie. And it was, it was also serious and, and uh, mature but also campy and silly and queer. And that is all about my mother. Okay. And have you you've not seen this, right? I don't think so. And, and like, yeah, I don't think so. Okay. So that is the movie we're gonna watch. All about my mom. Oh, okay. Um, I was thinking, right. originally thinking Women on the Verge, but it's like yeah, that's the one I would have picked because that's the first one I loved, and is, I just read it's just such a frothy. It delight. is a frothy delight, but All About My Mother is a real emotional um, movie too. Not quite as emotional as Talk to Her, um, which is a great film. But um, it's it's uh, it was it won the Oscar that year. It was his first of two Oscars, and um, yeah, we're going to do that. All right. Okay. Great. We're very set, good. Set for next week on movies. Watch along with us, folks at home, and if you have time, watch Women on the Verge as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because you'll see, you'll see a, mach, a, a maturation between in, in the, those ten years um, as a storyteller. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think we should get to uh, letters. Our mail back in the mail room. Oh, time to read the weekly mail in the mail room. Or our uh, our listener outreach. I want to. I want to send good vibes and prayers out to one of our devoted listeners, Bet, who had uh, actually had surgery this week, yeah. and uh, she came through her surgery. Um, um, she's on her way to recovery, and uh, she actually I talked to her uh, before she had the surgery, and she said she was saving last week's podcast to to listen to while she was recovering. I'm not sure if she realizes that we come out every week with these, but um, definitely setting, sending her great good vibes and well wishes. So love you, Ben, uh, from the pod. Um, also, uh, evidently, last week I said Cindy Knight should have a theme song, and so she actually asked me about it this week. So um, anyway, I have written a theme song for her. Wow. Uh-huh. Cindy Knight and Day is the one who gets the job done. And that is why we sing her praise every night and day. Cindy. 
Could gotta have to render. I have to remember that every week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, Maybe know. it'll just be different. It'll be a jazz uh, theme, and so it'll always be a little and, different. Uh, little G is gonna be like, "Hey, where's my fucking uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. tape song?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no. <laughs> so we have letters, and we have a new writer. Um, so uh, this is from I, I. I should not give the email address that it's coming from. No, you should not do that. Uh-huh. Probably not. Probably not. Then, uh, but anyway, it's someone named Bimama. That's not the complete. It's Beth. Her name is Beth. It's yeah, a well, friend of mine from get high school. To that. So anyway, here we go. She says hello, all. I am the what is it now sixth listener. So she's a little bitchy. Uh, but I have been listening <laughs> since the podcast beginnings. Thank you. And uh, I wanted I want to let you know about an experience I had while listening to the Sunset Boulevard episode. I was vacationing in New Hampshire and Maine last week. My husband loves to take wildlife photos, so we were in Jackman, Maine, in pursuit of moose and foliage shots. Jackman is a beautiful spot, but you couldn't see the trees for the tea. T-Rump, she wrote it, little T, big R, Trump posters. Uh, It was also hunting season, so the town of perhaps 200 people had tripled in size uh, with gun-toting, ATV-driving, non-mask-wearing rednecks. Their description, not mine. Well, thank you for letting us know, Beth. Beth. As I walked one morning feeling a little intimidated as a liberal elitist from Massachusetts, their words, not mine. I was boy. I'm like, who said? Oh, you're one of those liberal elitists from Massachusetts. Oh, they, yeah, they do. I was buoyed by listening to your podcast and wearing my pride mask. I just thought if they only knew what I was listening to or understood the significance of my rainbow heart mask. Keep up the good work. Carol says hi. Oh, I love the idea that we're being beamed into uh Hostile uh, uh, areas like um, Russia or Maine, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's sending good thoughts and prayers. Oh, Carol says hi. Hello, Carol. Uh, Sign Beth. Oh, P.S. I'm slightly intimidated to have Michael check my grammar and spelling. That's why it's taking me a while to get up the courage to write. Well, Beth, don't worry. He doesn't see this. I read it out loud. He never reads them directly with his own eyes, and. Uh, PPS, has Megan seen my favorite year? I think it's up there with What's Up Doc. Okay. okay. I've not seen that. I love that everyone, everyone Peter O'Toole who's great in that movie. Everyone's suggesting movies for you, Megan. Megan, that's great. I love it. Okay, and so then we have a, uh, uh, an email from Gilbert Jones. Oh, I shouldn't say his last name. Hello, two between Gilbert Jones, Gilbert Jones, Gilbert Jones, Gilbert Jones. We got a plan going. We got on. an email to read. Hello, two queens and a peripatetic, prismatic phallus. Just finished this week's episode again. Multiple smiles and laughs with every episode. Well, thank you, Gilbert. Tell your friends. I must agree with one C night, R E Saturday Night Fever. Megan should probably watch it dot, 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 at some point. However, I was thinking about award-winning horror, and the first thing that came to mind was The Silence of the Lambs. Has Megan seen that one? Seven Oscar wins shouldn't be the only reason to see a movie, but it doesn't hurt. 
Also something to consider for future film schools, anything in which one sees Anna Mae Wong, uh, for example, The Thief of Baghdad, and or an old school Hollywood musical. Well, we did watch Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain. Yeah, Hello. thanks for paying attention, Gilbert. Finally, <laughs> if it isn't too late, I guess I'm a little bitchy too. A little? <laughs> I'm writing this Monday, of the bitches. and it won't be read until Sunday. Please, please, please call your senator and oppose the hearing and vote on the nomination of Amy Coney Barrett. Our senators are Chuck Schumer and Kristen Jones. Yeah. Right? We don't have to worry <laughs> yeah, about Gilbert, you'll how they're voting. Your time in New York. <laughs> Let's respect the wishes of RGB. May she rest in power. I don't believe that. And let the next administration decide the trajectory of both a cherished and neutral American institution. That's not happening. Uh, much love. There, I said it without qualification. Miss you all. Arabice Abachi. Arabice Abachi. Signed, Little G. Little G. Uh, Arabice. <laughs> uh, something with kisses. Yeah. With love and kisses, I'm guessing. Yeah. I think it's hugs. Uh, like, oh, hugs. Yeah, I think it's hugs. Arabice yeah. is hugs. And probably he's going to write me next uh, this week saying I mispronounced it. So, But <laughs> lo and behold, he wrote again. So, uh, sorry for the second email in rapid succession. Oh, wait. Nah, I'm not. Megan <laughs> should watch some foreign <laughs> queer films. Oh, what a great suggestion. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, is the first thing that comes to mind. Priscilla, Queen but, of the Desert, is much more gay than queer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Although it has the greatest line. Uh, they walk in the room, and it has this mural all over the place, and Guy Pierce goes, ow, oh, I wonder who painted this. And Terrence, Terrence Stamp says, obviously someone with no, right, no uh, arms or left foot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if this is something to consider, I'll find some films and send them along. But I am always interested by Mike's encyclopedic knowledge. As a subset of films, one could always watch the late 90s coming-of-age British queer films. Get Rear, Get Real, and Get Rear. Get Real and Beautiful Thing are two that come to mind. Oh, Gilbert, Beautiful Thing is among my most favorite movies. There are also some great Italian films and several French examples worth a watch. I'm awaiting the next episode with much anticipation. What, what, what are the Italian, Italian queer X films? Oh, uh, signed little G. I don't know. Gilbert, please write back yeah, with the, the names of the Italian queer films and the French one. I, the only one that's come to my mind is Ma Vie on, is it My Life and Rose? La Vie en Rose? Uh, but, La Vie en Rose. But it's about a little boy. Oh, it's a, that's actually a Belgian film. Oh, it's a Belgian film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, about a little boy who falls in love with his, his schoolmate and it becomes a big thing. Oh, and then you have like For a Lost Soldier, which I don't know you could even put that out anymore. It's about like this 12-year-old during World War II who fall, falls in love with a soldier. Yeah. And they have sex. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh -huh. And... What are you doing, Megan? What are you doing? Oh, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing anything, but, you know, it's a small apartment. Oh, um, by the way, we have to end. Yep. We're coming to the end of our time, folks. And thank you for spending it with us. It's been a delight. Megan, have a great week. 
Thanks. Thanks. You and too. Lil G and Beth, my favorite, one of my favorite people of all time. Thank you for writing us. And good wishes to my dear friend, Bet. And uh, until next week, we're two queens and a what? I don't know. I don't know. We don't we'll, know. But we'll be back <laughs> next week. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.